0: Let's pray before we begin. Lord, please let us understand your word and put it in our hearts. May it shape our lives to be more like your Son. In Jesus' name we ask, Amen. Revelation 11
1: And there was given me a reed, like unto a rod, and the angels stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple, leave out, and measure it not. For it is given unto the Gentiles, and the holy city shall they tread underfoot forty and two months. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand, two hundred, and threescore days clothed in sackcloth. These
2: are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth, and devoureth their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and have power over waters to turn them to blood, and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. And when they shall have finished their testimony, The beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them, and shall overcome them, and kill them. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half, and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves." And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them, and make merry, and shall send gifts one to another. Because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth.
1: And after three days and a half, the Spirit of life from God entered into them, and they stood upon their feet, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them,
2: Come up hither!
1: And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. And the same hour was there a great earthquake, and the tenth part of the city fell, and in the earthquake were slain of men seven thousand, and the remnant were affrighted, and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped God saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty,
2: which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. And the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great and shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth.
1: And the temple of God was opened in heaven, and there was seen in his temple the ark of his testament. And there were lightnings, and voices, and thunderings, and an earthquake, and great hail.
0: Matthew Henry Commentary on Revelation Chapter 11 Verses 1 and 2 This prophetical passage about measuring the temple seems to refer to Ezekiel's vision. The design of this measuring seems to be the preservation of the church in times of public danger, or for its trial, or for its reformation. The worshippers must be measured, whether they make God's glory their end, and his word their rule, in all their acts of worship. Those in the outer court, worship in a false manner, or with dissembling hearts, and will be found among his enemies. God will have a temple and an altar in the world, till the end of time. He looks strictly to his temple. The holy city, the visible church, is trodden underfoot, is filled with idolaters, infidels, and hypocrites. But the desolations of the church are limited, and she shall be delivered out of all her troubles. Verses 3-13 In the time of treading down, God kept his faithful witnesses to attest the truth of his word and worship and the excellence of his ways, the number of these witnesses is small, yet enough. They prophesy in sackcloth. It shows their afflicted, persecuted state, and deep sorrow for the abominations against which they protested. They are supported during their great and hard work, till it is done. When they had prophesied in sackcloth the greatest part of 1260 years, Antichrist, the great instrument of the devil, would war against them, with force and violence for a time. Determined rebels against the light rejoice, as on some happy event, when they can silence, drive to a distance, or destroy the faithful servants of Christ, whose doctrine and conduct torment them. It does not appear that the term is yet expired, and the witnesses are not at present exposed to endure such terrible outward sufferings as in former times, but such things may again happen, and there is abundant cause to prophesy in sackcloth on account of the state of religion. The depressed state of real Christianity may relate only to the Western Church. The spirit of life from God, quickens dead souls, and shall quicken the dead bodies of His people, and His dying interest in the world. The revival of God's work and witnesses, will strike terror into the souls of His enemies. Where there is guilt, there is fear, and a persecuting spirit, though cruel, is a cowardly spirit it will be no small part of the punishment of persecutors, both in this world, and at the great day, that they see the faithful servants of God honored and advanced. The Lord's witnesses must not be weary of suffering in service, nor hastily grasp at the reward, but must stay till their master calls them. The consequence of their being thus exalted was a mighty shock and convulsion in the anti-Christian empire. Events alone can show the meaning of this. But whenever God's work and witnesses revive, the devil's work and witnesses fall before him. And that the slaying of the witnesses is future, appears to be probable. Verses 14-19. to 19. Before the sounding of the seventh and last trumpet, there is the usual demand of attention. The saints and angels in heaven know the right of our God and Savior to rule over all the world. But the nations met God's wrath with their own anger. It was a time in which he was beginning to reward his people's faithful services, and sufferings, and their enemies fretted against God, and so increased their guilt, and hastened their destruction. By the opening the temple of God in heaven, may be meant, that there was a more free communication between heaven and earth, prayer and praises more freely and frequently going up, graces and blessings plentifully coming down. But it rather seems to refer to the church of God on earth. In the reign of Antichrist, God's law was laid aside, and made void by traditions and decrees, the scriptures were locked up from the people, but now they are brought to the view of all. This, like the ark, is a token of the presence of God returned to his people, and his favor toward them in Jesus Christ, as the propitiation for their sins. The great blessing of the Reformation was attended with very awful providences as by terrible things in righteousness God answered the prayers presented in his holy temple now opened. Thank you for listening and if you liked this please subscribe and consider liking my Facebook page and joining my group Jesus Answers Prayer.